We interrupt this program to bring this O-Town Action News special report. What's that? Folks, I'm standing near the avalanche site where it is believed that two toads, a steer, and a wallaby... That's us! ...are trapped somewhere beneath the slide. A search party is combing the area for signs of their whereabouts. We're here! We're here! We're here! We're here! Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. And uh, this is Melissa's husband, Max. (laughs) (laughs) First things first. (laughs) Uh, This is episode 104, and we're talking Rocco's Modern Life, Cabin Fever. Mm -hmm. And how did we... I think you had a you kind of wanted to really talk about this one. Uh, what was yeah. it? I just remember really liking this episode, mm-hmm. and it's getting to be around about that time of year where I'm starting to freak out about the winter not ending, and yeah. uh, just felt appropriate. <laughs> for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially uh, in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, Today's nice though. It was a nice day. You're right. It is weirdly nice. <laughs> to the person listening in two years, it was a nice day today. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've only talked about... We haven't talked about Rocco that much. We've talked about Fortune Cookie, uh, Modern Christmas, and I think Turkey Day? Yeah. I think and the it. holiday ones, like, in my mind, almost don't even count. Yeah. Almost, like, their own yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy we uh, took a second to look at this one. Uh, we are going to do all our normal stuff. We'll talk about the episode, bios and trivia. Um, we'll read some listener letters. But we're also going to have a little new segment today called Taking It to the Max. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you stick around after, well, we're going to do a little speed round of questions with Max. Uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> Um, this episode, so depending on your, depending on, uh, what source you use this episode, uh, the air date depends, but I, I went with, um, November 14th, 1993. That's a Sunday, which is when I remember watching Rocco, especially early on. I remember those Sunday mornings. Um, and we have talked about November of 1993 before when we discussed, uh, Pete and Pete King of the Road. Hmm. But, uh, when we talked about Pete and Pete King of the Road, we weren't doing, um, TV shows that premiered. So let's take a look at November of 1993 and what, what TV shows premiered. And I'm interested to see if you remember some of these. Um, so the TV shows that air in November of 93, uh, we have The Nanny on CBS. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with The Nanny, yeah. <laughs> not a fan. I'm taking uh, it from no, the reaction. A, never really liked it. That's the British woman. Uh, no, Fran Dres- Drescher. <laughs> yeah. Oh. She had kind of the squeaky... Like, super high-pitched. Was it reality? New Jersey accent. No. no. Oh, I'm thinking of some... Maybe I'm thinking of the one where the nanny comes in and helps the American kids. Mr. Uh, Belvedere? <laughs> no, no. no. Um, nanny Rescue or I Nanny 911? Oh. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Uh, George... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 George on ABC premieres. Um, that is a George Foreman sitcom. Oh. 
Don't wow. remember this? No. 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 Uh, I think he, I think it's another kind of nanny type uh, idea where like he comes and watches these kids. Uh, Sounds uh. right. (laughs) Uh, There was a show that premiered that month called How to Boil Water, which was on Food Network. And it Hmm. it is, uh, when reading on it, it said it's one of the first shows broadcasted on the network. um, And it was hosted by Emeril Lagasse. Or Lagasse? Lagasse? I think Legacy. Okay, That's but um, I think it, I think it was one of their first major shows of note, and uh, the title "How to Boil Water." It was a show to kind of help amateur people learn how to. Cook. More than one episode of the. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, every episode Ramf- was like a different thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not every episode it's was not like a YouTube video. <laughs> All the ways of boiling water. Thirty minutes of Emerald Legacy just turning on the stove. <laughs> Sounds like a Rocco episode. Um, but anyway, apparently it was kind of a big success. Um, so, yeah, uh, that show premiered. There was a show on Cartoon Network that premiered that month called The Moxie Show. Hmm. Do you remember this? It was a, um anthology 3D. animated 3D show. Yeah. Huh. yeah, I'm semi-familiar with it, but I never saw it when it was on. Okay, well, it was voiced by uh, Nick... Uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark alum, Bob, Bobcat Goldwaith. Uh, he did the voice of uh, Moxie, whatever Moxie was. Um, okay. And they said he was doing an impersonation of Cheech Marin. Which sounds weird. Uh, and then also, um, there's another character in the show named Flea. And Flea, at one time or another, was voiced by either Penn Gillette or Chris Rock. One so. or the other. <laughs> like, we don't know? Both or? Or? Oh, both at oh. one point bo- oh. voiced the character. That's... Wow. Um, no, I'm not confused. As to... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, the big one in November of 1993 is The Adventures of Pete and Pete starts that month mm-hmm. uh, with King of the Road. Oh, so yeah. um, that's a little bit about TV in the month of November 1993. This is season one, episode 10A. And uh, just coincidentally, it was the first part to the episode I was trying to remember on supporting characters, which was oh. uh, Rinse and Spit, yeah. which is where Filbert's the dentist. Yeah. Um, so. I get the, maybe I'm just imagining this, but I get the impression that Rinse and Spit is like the more popular of the segments. You think so? Just seems like uh, more talked about, or maybe I'm just thinking hmm. of it, uh, or just remember it more or something. They seem kind of equal to me. Uh, mm. Just both kind of classic stories. Great episode. I mean, great two-parter. Yeah. Um, something weird about it. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll talk about Rinse and Spit <laughs> At some, some other day. Okay. All right. Um, but do you want to get into it? Sure. <laughs> so the episode starts in the middle of a traffic jam. Ed and Bev Big Head are driving up to a remote cabin in the mountains, looking forward to a weekend alone. Little do they know, Rocco and Heifer had the same idea. Oh, Ed, this mountain cabin sounds so romantic. Oh, just you and me, Bev. Just you and me. Just you and me, Heifer. Wow, an entire weekend in a mountain cabin. Hot chocolate, popcorn. Yep, Bev, cool, clean air, and no idiot neighbors. Hot buttered pancakes. Ooh, waffles, sizzling sausage, barbecue, hamburgers with pickles, onions, lettuce, hot dogs, corn on the cob. 
what does it? When they all show up at the same cabin, Mr. Bighead is furious to discover that he mistakenly rented the place for July instead of January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rocco offers to let the Bighead stay, and he runs outside with Heifer and Bev to pl- start playing in the snow. If you show up, um, you know, seven yeah. months or six months at the wrong date, do you stay? Like, if you show up somewhere... <laughs> And even if you're invited to stay, would you stay? Um, hmm. Man, it would really depend on a lot of variables. <laughs> <laughs> Who you're staying with, I'm guessing. That would be one. Which uh, is one thing I had a, kind of an issue with, which is I don't think it under any un, under any circumstance, Ed would. Yeah, really I think it was more Bev, like, yeah. pushing it. Yeah, okay. Know, which I think makes sense. She kind of... Would you stay, Max? Him. I would stay. You would stay? <laughs> Well, I look at it like this. I already took the time off of work. Oh, yeah. right. I mean, what am I going to do? Just drive somewhere, do the same trip back home, and then just hang out at the house. Yeah. Or go somewhere else and spend more money. Yeah, so that's true. money's already spent. I'm already there. <laughs> but you still have the date in July. Yeah. <laughs> but did I take off time from work for both oh, July? Oh, right. And- Good point. Good point. Yeah. Sounds so grown up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd stay. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't? No, I don't think so. You would definitely go? Well, because Almost well, if, if taking the time off the work is the issue, I can just go back into work yeah, and be like, no, got it wrong. Just yeah, that's true. Overall, your inclination is to leave. Well, let's consider this particular scenario. <laughs> if I'm at Big Head, <laughs> yeah, yeah. if I'm at Big Head and I show up and I'm with someone I d- like despise, yeah, yeah. no, I don't think I'm staying. No, I... even even if my significant other is like, okay, well, I was thinking in general, just like if this happened to you in real life, you know, yeah. I'd be too embarrassed. Okay, so that's an interesting <laughs> like uh, difference. Like, um, you definitely leave, you definitely stay, and I'm... Dependent. Yeah, totally (laughs) up in the air. Uh, Something that bothered me about this... Let's get it all off our chest. (laughs) Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys looked into January 4th, 1994, which is, I guess, the date that they were there. It's a Tuesday, and they talked about it being a weekend. Oh. So. Huh. Maybe it was 93 then, as... Yeah. Did you look up... uh, That would be Sunday. Except... Presumably, they got there at the beginning of the weekend. Yeah, mm. yeah I mean, I, yeah. I guess I pictured them coming in on a Friday. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just... I do like that. I like that. Uh, I like you looked it up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't that's know why. The, that's, that's the type of research BOC listeners have come to expect from you next. <laughs> All right. Um, so Mr. Bighead uh, stays inside and he begins to hatch a scheme to eliminate his annoying neighbors. While Rocco and Heifer are building a snowman outside, Mr. Bighead rolls a giant snowball down onto them from the top of a nearby mountain but the ball misses them and flips back around and lands onto Mr. Bighead uh, in a... And then just to, <laughs> I guess, talk about this a little bit, uh, he rolls down in a regular-sized snowball. The head. Yeah. And is used as the head of the snowman and ends up being the head. At first that bothered me, yeah. but then I realized, like, the start of the sequence is a gigantic snowball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going from one mountain to the That's other, true. so. This is my biggest complaint of the whole episode, this whole sequence. The giant snowball, the you didn't head like it? of the snowman. 
It was just really. I kind of like. I could, it. it felt like a throwaway to me. <laughs> kind of felt like like a Wiley e. Coyote type of thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. I, Gave me I, a Looney Tunes. Uh, I like vibe it better on. thinking of it like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so later, while Mr. Big has is attending to Bev in the hot tub. He's hit in the back with one of Rocco and Heifer's snowballs. Dad, come on in, darling. The water's fine. One minute, my little polywog. <laughs> Ed retaliates with a snowball machine gun, but he shoots a ferocious <laughs> bear in the process, and the bear punches him out. Yeah, well, Rocco is sticking... They're holding up, like, little cardboard signs with oh, their heads do you on think them they're holding those yeah. up yeah oh, yeah definitely with the points i took it as like or his that's what he was seeing oh. as them popping up and interesting what how did you read it i thought they were holding it up but if he's going into kevin fever yeah. you never know he might be going crazy yeah so plus he actually hits a bear right yeah but he sees a sign Maybe. so that would make sense mm-hmm. wow <laughs> <laughs> So later that night, Rocco Heifer and Mrs. Bighead are making shadow puppets, and they convince a sore and grumbling Ed to join them. Ed does some amazing shadow puppets, but when no one is able to guess them, he becomes enraged and wants to leave immediately. Oh, Ed! Oh, darling, this is so much fun. Come on over and show what you can do. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Bighead, come on! Come on! Come on, honey! Oh, well, okay. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let me see. Of some kind? Cabbage. Cabbage. It's a power plant. Garbage. Um, I'm stuck. Um, oh, I know this one. I know it's a waffle iron. You can also use it to make pancakes on. Oh, oh gee, I, I, got, I give up. No, wait, I don't give up. A radiator. Oh, either a hose or a radiator. Or a pizza radiator hose. I win! On his way out the door, Bev tells him to give it a rest. But Ed asks her how he can when he has to spend the weekend with those two pinheads. (laughs) He angrily shouts the last word, causing an avalanche to tumble down over the cabin, trapping them all inside. How can I rest? How can I rest when I have to spend my weekend with those two pinheads? turning point moment i feel of this episode sure yeah <laughs> it brings on the cabin fever for real yeah his uh his shadow puppets were awesome yes it, really cool. one of my favorite uh i think all-time rocco moments something just, about that. just how artistic and specific they are <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah um yeah yeah it was very funny and uh i also really like the image of after the avalanche of still just having the chimney peeking out yeah the top of the right. snow with the good. smoke coming yeah. out it's a really cool image <laughs> The next day, they're watching the news as a search party combs the area above. Rocco, Heifer, and Mrs. Bighead decide to kill time by playing poker, but Ed is determined to get out of the cabin. He hooks up a makeshift ham radio out of a telephone inside a microwave, but he can only reach a fast food drive through and he destroys the machine in anger. Read him and weep, boys! Hello? Hello? 
Anybody read? Hello? Mayday! Mayday! Ed Bighead here! Do you read? Can I help you, sir? Yes! Yes! All right. Listen carefully. This is Ed Bighead. I'm trapped in a cabin in the mountains with my wife and two guys. Do you read? Um, right, okay. You want a large burger and two fries? No! No! Trapped! The big heads! Two guys! Oh, okay. A big burger and two large fries. I got it. He, like, turns the knobs, like, crazy, and it Another wily explodes. Coyote. Yeah. And then he has yeah. that smoke yeah. on his face. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you watch a lot of uh, Looney Tunes growing up? Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, you were a fan? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, pretty much, I guess, before we had... I don't know how I was always watching them, but I didn't watch, like, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon until I was probably closer to, like, end of middle school. Oh, okay. So I was always watching the old stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Did you, it was uh, Wile E. Coyote your favorite segment? Yes, for oh, sure. Oh. Yeah. So maybe I've, you know, just. No, I think you're correct. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Ed finally decides that his only way out is to dig. So he ventures outside with a pickaxe to shovel through the snow. Later that night, Heifer is telling Rocco and Bev a scary story about the abominable, <laughs> the abominable snow monkey. When they hear a scratch at the door. And there, next to the mangled corpse of the unfortunate camper, were the bloody footprints of the abdominal snow monkey. Dun, dun, dun. Then what happened? I mustn't tell the rest. It's far too scary. Tell us, tell, tell us, us, tell us, tell us, tell us. Oh, please tell us. Well, ten years later, in this very same valley, there was a horrible blizzard. Um, three campers were trapped in a cabin just like this one. Outside in the dead of night, a dark shadow crept over the snowfields towards the little cabin. It came close and closer and closer and closer and... Ah! What was that? There's something behind the door! They open the door, and mistaking a frozen Mr. Bighead for the snow monkey, they beat him unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Bev kind of included, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they all I really like the, um, like, they pan out outside of the cabin at night, <laughs> and you just hear them talking, like, saying stuff. Yeah. Um, they have a few lines there that are really funny, I think. Gee, he doesn't look too good. Oh, Ed, speak to me. Mr. Bighead, are you all right? Are you okay, Mr. Bighead? So the next day, as they try to help Mr. Bighead recover, he starts hallucinating and thinks the others are demons. <laughs> In a psychotic fever, he begins stacking appliances and rambling about escape. I like that fever. I like the fever dream sequence. Yeah, it's that really... was awesome. And I looked it up. Um, hypothermia. Uh, one of the um, things that comes along with that is hallucinating. 
So you, he came in and he was completely frozen. I'm guessing he had it. Yeah. yeah. So huh. that probably causes wow. those visual. Okay. Uh, Very awesome interesting. Things. Yeah. Nice. Do you think? I wonder. <laughs> do you think uh, frogs can get hypothermia? Hmm. I mean, well, like, where are all the frogs during the winter? Don't they probably freeze in, in place? <laughs> Wait. Oh, man, I probably sound like an idiot. But I guess, like, you know, if, if they live in, like, your ditch and the ditch freezes over, they're, they have I'm to not sure frozen. what they do. Hiber- Maybe they hibernate. Where would they uh, go? They have to live in Like water. underground or something? This, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm totally I'd... guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never in my life had to think about what frogs do during the winter. I've often thought about what bees do, but I've never thought about what frogs do. <laughs> what do bees do? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think about it. I don't. I never looked it up. <laughs> um. Huh. Well, hopefully. Uh, should we should we look it up? Oh, should we put oh. on some like hold music or something? <laughs> look it up. Yeah. What do frogs? Yeah, it's one of the first searches that comes up. Frogs? Wow. Okay. All right, and we're back. Um, (laughs) So here's the quick Google answer that pops up according to Discovery. It says during the winter they go into a state of hibernation, and some can be exposed to temperatures below freezing. Aquatic frogs. usually spend the winter at the bottom of a pond or other body of water, but they don't burrow down into the mud. Hmm. Huh. So they hibernate. So they're just sitting there. Yeah. Maybe. Weird. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So so the big heads right now should be yeah. in a deep sleep. Um, so with the stove at the bottom of uh, Ed's stack of appliances leaking gas, he climbs onto the top and lights his makeshift rocket. It blasts him through the roof of the cabin and up into the atmosphere where he sails over the earth. And I really like this uh, yeah. sequence. Yeah. It was great, yeah. Uh, after, I wonder if it's like, uh, was supposed to be like, um, what's it called? Um, Looney Tunes? Dr. Strangelove. Oh, uh, on the rocket. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good call. Um, so afterward, the rescue crew is able to lift Rocco Heifer and Mrs. Big Head out of the hole made by Ed's rocket. And the news reporter asks Bev what happened to the fourth member of their party. Here we are with Avalanche survivor Beverly Bighead. Hello, Audrey, Ned, Themosh, Evelyn! Uh, yeah. So, Mrs. Bighead, what happened to the fourth member of your party? We cut to Mr. Bighead, and the camera zooms out, revealing that he landed and is now trapped on a tiny <laughs> des- desert island with a couple of loud pelicans doing charades. That was so good. <laughs> It's a movie! Oh, oh, I know! Lord of the Flies! Harold and the Purple Crayon! No! This is too hard! I did like, um... I liked the news team that was reporting throughout the episode. Um, Yeah. I I mean, Rocco uses the news a lot, but, you know, I thought that it was tastefully done in this episode. Not too much. I thought I recognized the news, uh, like the rep- main reporter mm-hmm. guy, but I couldn't figure out from other episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd ha- I'd have to pay more attention, yeah. I guess. Mm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that wraps up the episode. Yeah. It's a uh, I like that ending a lot of him yeah. on the island. Yeah, 
Yeah, me too. Yes. It was great. Yeah. So should we uh, take a look at some of the people behind this thing? Sure. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, well, we've already talked at length about the people that do all the main voices in this episode, mm-hmm. aside from Rocco, pretty much. Um, so his voice actor is named Carlos Alizraki, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, and he's been on a lot of, uh, done a lot of voices for various cartoon shows, including Tiny Toon Adventures, SpongeBob, mm-hmm. Fairly Odd Parents, Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, Cap Dog, and Camp Laszlo. He's also on Reno 911. Um, oh. He's one of the cops. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've also talked at length about the director, uh, Steven Hillenberg, who is... Uh, he passed away last year, but uh, the creator of SpongeBob, and uh, he did a whole lot of work on Rocco. Um, so he directed this episode. So instead, I decided to take a look at the guy behind the music on Rocco's Modern Life. And Rocco has really great music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 production music in particular. And I was talking to you about this the other day. That um, background music, the yeah, it's really like. Just <laughs> it holds up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would know it to hear it anywhere. Yes, yeah, it's really distinctive. And so uh, the guy who did the music for Rocco, his name is Pat Irwin, um, and he's still working. But uh, some shows that you might know, besides Rocco, he did the music for Pepper Ann oh. on ABC. Uh, he did the music for Kablam, hmm. um, particularly on a segment of Kablam called Jet Cat, which mm-hmm. I don't really remember. But I guess there was a no. couple episodes with that segment. Um, <laughs> He did the music for the Andre Benjamin Cartoon Network show, The Class of 3000. Do you know the show? I'm aware of it, but I... Andre from Outcast. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Never caught it, but he did the music there. He did the music on a couple Spongebobs. Uh, He did the music on an HBO show I think both you and I like a lot, which is Bored to Death. Oh, yeah. With uh, Jason Schwartzman and Ted Danson. Uh, He did the music for Nurse Jackie. Something called Feed the Beast on AMC, which is a show with David Schwimmer. Uh, I did watch that, um, and it was decent, but yeah. it, I think it got canceled after wow. the first season. How was the music? Uh, <laughs> <well>. <laughs> um, he did. He does the music for a show on Netflix called The Good Cop, um, and then of course he most recently did the music for Static Cling, but I guess we'll never. Oh, I don't okay. know if we'll ever hear it. Yeah, so, come on. Yeah. Um, so that's Pat Irwin, and then this episode is written by a guy named uh, George uh, Maristry, I believe, Maristry maybe. Uh, he wrote 26 episodes of Rock Goat, and he really wrote some good ones. Um, I mean, I didn't list them all, but just some classics. Um, and I noticed that he pretty much did everything on uh, one episode in particular, which was The Good, The Bad, and The Wallaby, mm. and Trash of Madness. Uh, he was... Um, for whatever reason, he was like on all the departments on that yeah. episode. Um, but he also has done a bunch of other kind of strange stuff here and there. He did, he did the visual effects for the cartoon Felix the Cat. Oh, uh, he produced four episodes of South Park in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he wrote the song from Rocco that uh, Filbert sings, Come Crawl With Me. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he didn't have a ton of credits, and they're kind of all over the place, but uh, yeah. So George Maristry writes uh, Kevin Beaver. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you got any trivia? Um, you know, this might be the first time I don't have any trivia. Okay. For this. 
Okay. <laughs> well, no, I. It, <laughs> Looking at me. It was not uh, abundant. <laughs> it was not abundant. Anything, Max? Yeah, sure. Well, the only thing that I have that's not like a strap or well, it might be a strap observation. I'll check with you guys. Um, so when Mr. Bighead was frozen, there is a, a very similar, um, another character from a movie that was very similar to it. An homage. Uh, an homage, yeah, or like a love letter to The Shining. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I put I it side by side. The face huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It looked, it looked very similar. Interesting. Wow. I could see that yeah. maybe. Yeah. I didn't even. It didn't occur to me, but that does seem likely. So I don't know if that's trivia. That's yeah. trivia. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I guess, um, Max, bring it a heart. Yeah. There's there's my <laughs> trivia. <laughs> well, I'm with you on this one. I just couldn't find a really solid piece. Yeah. So I will mention this isn't really you know semi-related, but uh, there's a great Simpsons episode where they're stuck in a cabin that's like a similar feel to it as this episode. Yeah. Um, Aren't they stuck in a cabin in the movie, too? In the Simpsons movie? There is a cabin. There's a cabin that. scene, yeah. yeah. Okay, alright. Hmm. Cabin's a great setting. Yeah, it, it is. is good. Yeah. I like it. Uh, okay, strap observations. I'm sure everybody's got a couple. Okay. Um, I know you guys caught this one. The name of Mr. Big Head's... Uh, machine that's shooting snowballs. Oh, sure. Snowballer 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I know you got this, Max, the Mr. Big Head Shadow Puppets. Yeah. Um, so there was the Thinker, there was yep. the Eiffel Tower, and then a deer that was prancing. Yeah. Let me uh, kick it back to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> when the Eiffel Tower came up, what did Heifer guess that it was? Ah, man. I almost noted those, and I just decided, eh, nobody's gonna... <laughs> That'd be a waffle iron. Ooh. Uh, could nice. make pancakes, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the deer? Uh, the deer... A radiator? Mm-hmm. Or a hose. Uh, or a hose. Uh, yeah, or a radiator, radiator hose. hose. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. And I don't know if he guessed anything on the thinker. They did. Uh, the ones I could hear. There was a couple that I just couldn't make out. There's a lot of guessing on the thinker, but two that I heard that were audible were cabbage and garbage. <laughs> uh. <laughs> cool. Uh, when they're playing cards... Um, what are wild? What what card is wild? Oh, man. Mm. Fives? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No? No. Deuces. Deuces are wild. What were they playing? What card game? Poker. Strip poker. Yes. Well, no. <laughs> was it? Yes. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Rocco oh. and Heifer had their clothes yeah. off. <laughs> it was seven card stud. And yeah, it was strip poker because what, what was the bet? Um... I don't know. I know Bev was enjoying them taking off their clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it was five skins. Oh, five skins. Uh, so, <laughs> I guess that's that was five, article, <laughs> five articles of clothing are just naked after yeah. the person. Yeah. That was a good uh, mo- joke from that moment was like that last moment of them like uh, she says Annie up or something yeah, like yeah, when yeah. they're yeah. pretty much naked at that point. Yeah. It's just like a freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how about, uh, what color, uh, is the Big Head and Rocco's car? Uh, I think they're both red. They are both red. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Big Heads, I think, is like a, um, what do you call Like that? a station wagon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the only stream I could find was, uh, I think it was Daily Motion, uh-huh. and it started with them both entering the cabin. So yeah, uh, it starts two minutes red. in. Okay. Yeah. So I missed a little bit of this episode. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that's the. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's <all right. laughs> Them, them's the break. 
Uh, what else we got? Um, the uh, the news show that they're watching that uh, they say a name of it and there's the channel is implied as well. Did you catch either of these? The channel is definitely nine. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know the name of the channel. I don't know where. Uh, the O-Town Action News. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Good. Um, so you you mentioned in the uh, when he was trying to radio for help, he puts the phone in the microwave. Um, he has a pair of headphones and a mic. Do you know what those are made of? The headphones are shoot like sneakers or something. And the mm-hmm. mic is a spatula. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, very good. Wow. Uh, in the car, sorry, Max. In the car, uh, Mrs. Bighead has a brochure, and there's an ad in the brochure. Did you see what the ad was for? Climbing the Alps. No, it was for the Chameleon Brothers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throwback to another episode. Yeah. yeah. Or throw it forward. One or the other. Yeah, <laughs> sure, at this point. Yeah. Um, the, there's a brief shot of the show that comes on after the news. Did you catch what this was? Oh, yeah. No. Chef Master. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, that was good. Um, I don't think I have any others to talk about. Okay. Uh, did you happen to catch how many teeth come out of Ed's <gasps> mouth I when almost... the bear punches him? It's either six or eight. I want to say eight. It's eight. Eight, yeah. 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 I almost wrote that down. Also kind of a classic Looney Tunes. He gets punched in the face. Yeah. He drops, but the teeth remain in frame for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And the bear punching him is strange because it's a bear. Right. Punching <laughs> him. Um, did you catch the cost of a burger and two large fries from the drive through uh, You know I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was uh, $5.99. Yep. Uh, how about, did you happen to see what Bev's hand was when she won? Four aces. Four aces. Yeah. And that, that drive through scene was so good. Yeah. I, I thought that was so funny. I love his reactions as, like, yeah. as he's just getting irri- more irritated about it. Um, when they're beating Mr. Bighead, when he falls in through the door, what, did you notice what they're beating him with? No. No. Uh, Heifer has a frying pan, Rocco has a rolling pin, and Bev has a baseball bat. Oh, pretty severe. (laughs) Um, did you catch the name of the matches he was using? Duralite. Yep. Uh, did you happen to see who Bev gives a shout-out to on the TV? (laughs) I sure did. It was Audrey, Nancy... I think Marge yep. and Evelyn. Yep, that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, for me, finally, uh, the movies that they mentioned while they were playing charades at the end. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, or on books. the I-, I guess it could be a movie. Or on book. the island. Yeah. yeah. Lord of the Flies? That was one of them? Yeah. yeah. I only caught Lord of the Flies. Harold and the Purple Crayon. Oh. Is that a real book? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Sure is>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Some Harold and the Purple Crayon person out there just had exploded. Uh, okay, so let's take a look at the ratings. Um, on IMDb, this episode has an 8.2 out of 10. Pretty good. And it has an 8.3 out of 10 on TV.com. Also pretty good. Um, so out of five Krebs stars, what did you give Cabin Fever? I gave it a 4 out of 5. Uh, I think it's a solid episode. Mm-hmm. I think it's very funny. One of the funnier episodes, maybe even. Um my only 
complaint about it is like, and I noticed this kind of making me summaries, especially as I'm going through, like when the story doesn't quite uh, flow well, it's like especially noticeable to me doing mm. this. Um, and this first like third maybe of this episode is so weird and choppy. Hmm. It's like, it's not that noticeable if you're just watching it like yeah. um, casually, but man. Uh, so I knocked it for that, but besides that, I love this episode and, uh, you know, I was laughing at it. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I gave it a 4.7 out of 5. Wow. And I think the only, yeah, the only thing I really thought that it could have done better is that beginning part where it, it almost seemed like the Looney Tunes where it was just like prank after prank after prank. And then it kind of drifted from there into that like story with Heifer and they're hanging out in the cabin. Just kind of seemed like there was two parts to it. Yeah. Like two different styles of uh, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Um, really liked it a lot. It's just like total. When you're talking, I almost in my head just went, oh, should I drop to a four? Like everything he's saying makes sense. But in the moment, my immediate reaction when I turned it off was like a four, four and a half. Like that was not perfect, but I thoroughly enjoyed watching it again. I love yeah. the character. You got your four kind of, besides Filbert, your four key characters trapped in a cabin. Mm-hmm. A lot of good hijinks. Yeah. Um, Set up just so good. Sorry. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the big thing was when it was over, I really kind of, I wanted to, um, uh, this is almost shameful to say, but uh, I don't own uh, Rocco mm-hmm. on DVD um, or in any form. Um, and so after, <laughs> I, I, I just lost a ton of credibility. But um, after, after watching this, um, I was felt very compelled to buy it i didn't but <laughs> um i'm fiscally conservative but uh <laughs> but uh, i wanted to so that has to say something about yeah, the episode yeah. Yeah. um you know just not really related but just as i'm thinking about it one thing we didn't mention is heifer being hauled out of the house oh it's yeah a good it's a heavy one yeah, yeah. <laughs> That is very good on the newscast. Like everybody claps as you go. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good effort moment. Yeah. Um, Okay, you want to name the episode? Oh, yeah. I called this one (laughs) Snow Place Like Home. Oh, it's a good one. That's really good. (laughs) Snow Place Like Home. Wow. Um, okay, so mine, I'll, I'll tell you the name of it, and then I'll tell you how it's stylized on the screen. So it's, uh... <laughs> Wow, stylized? Like, the, yeah. the title card. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, Rocco, well, and Rocco had some great title cards. Yes. So, um, well, don't get your hopes up, but, um, <laughs> so it would be Mr. Big Head's Big Vacation Headache. Oh, and it would be Mr. Big Head's on the top, and then on the bottom it would say, Big Vacation Headache, Big and Head are uh, bigger than vacation and ache. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, big head, big head. Wow. Yeah, so that's really good. No, it's clever. That's a lot yeah. of thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. No, I'm saying. Max didn't sleep last night. <laughs> that's great. Mr. Big Head's big, big headache. I can imagine. Big vacation headache. Big vacation headache. But vacation and headache are, or uh, ache of head are, are smaller. So you see, you see yeah. big head, big head. Yeah. Noted. I can imagine the card. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I went with uh, the Great Indoors. Ah, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, man. man. Yeah, I am. You guys. Of course. <laughs> That's good. Those are all three. Yeah. So one more time. Um, snow Place Like Home. That's got a nice, nice sound to it. Uh, mine's Mr. Big Head's Big Vacation Headache. Love yes. it. And then uh, The Great Indoors. So we'll post that, uh, and you guys can vote. That's a strong That's showing. A, that's a very strong showing. Yeah. And when you post it, you got to make sure that... Uh, I'll, I'll caps <laughs> where I need to caps. <laughs> Although I'm going to have to... T- because change the font size twitter this is a huge problem with twitter when you do a poll um they only give you so many characters Mm. and it's very short it's so long titles have to be manipulated um so i'll i'll post it above so people know the whole option Mm. cool but it puts you at a little bit of a disadvantage (laughs) after hearing if i had to if i had to shorten it how would you have me shorten it Oh, I don't. I don't know. Mister Big Head's headache, or Mr. yeah, big headache. Big headache. If it'll fit. Big vacation headache. Mister Big Head's big headache. <laughs> I'll post it. <laughs> Whatever. You guys are gonna win. No, this is a good one. Um, and as I mentioned, we're gonna do a little quick segment here, real fast. That's the whole point of it. It's called taking it to the max. <laughs> and uh, Max, oh, you're gonna be on the clock here. Just some quick questions. Um, Max does not know the questions I'm going to ask him, but Max, I'm giving you only 30 seconds per question. Oh, uh, that sounds plenty. That sounds time. like a lot. Oh, long. should I shorten it? No. Like 10 seconds. Okay, maybe. let's do 10 seconds. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so let's, let's take it to the max. Uh, so let's do it. Are you ready? Ten seconds, Max. All right. Your favorite supporting character, Gerald. Wow, two nice. seconds. Yeah. All, right. Uh, All, right. Uh, All right. Well, I almost feel like one. I cheated because I was listening to that on the oh, way here. Nice. Your your podcast. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, here we go. Dead man or dream? Uh, Dead man's float or dream girl? Uh, Dead man's float. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, your favorite Dr. Vink episode? Oh, gosh. Um, is he in that one with the, uh, with the Nosferatu? Yep. yep. Yeah, that's the one. Wow, right? Nine seconds. Okay, so Midnight Madness. All right, Midnight good, Man. good, good. Um, which season do you like better, winter or summer? Summer. Okay. I like it. Uh, Mr. Big Head or Mrs. Big Head? Uh, Mrs. Big Head. Oh, I know, that's, yeah. Okay. I surprised myself with that one. <laughs> Rocco or Heifer? Rocco. Poker or scary stories? Scary stories. <laughs> and finally, Filbert or Heifer? Heifer. Okay. Good job, Max. Wow. You did great. <laughs> that was a lot easier than I thought it would be. <laughs> Five seconds next time. <laughs> uh, so that was our first taking into the Max. We know a lot of... M- a lot more about him now. <laughs> yeah, through those. Well, if I had, when he asked um, Rocco or Heifer, if I would have said Heifer, and then he asks again, Filbert or Heifer, you yeah. know I gotta go with Heifer again. <laughs> but I, but I didn't do that. I you can cut this yeah. one out. You can cut. No, it out. no, no, it's good. 
Uh, well, we heard we heard from some of you guys, and uh, we we love that. So we're going to share some thoughts. Both of these emails today are in regards to our year in review, nineteen ninety four. Um, so feel free to Great share episode. your thoughts. Yeah, okay. um, this is one's from Ethan. He says, hey guys, uh, just thought I'd give you my thoughts on 1994. Um, so favorite Nick show was All That. Mm. He says, I know it gets some mixed reviews now and then, but I think it holds up. The, there were very few things in my life that impacted me more than All That. I like that. Uh, that's a... Uh... We haven't heard that. Like not that a kind of love favorite. for all that. Yeah, I like yeah. Close call was Gullah Gullah Island, despite mm, Brett's wow. hate for it. Yeah. yeah, and Ferguson was Ah Real Monsters. I don't hate uh, it now, but as a kid, I always remember being sorely disappointed whenever it was on. Um, for favorite TV show, non Nickelodeon, Space Ghost Coast to Coast was his favorite show from oh, that nice. year. Close call was Bump in the Night and oh. Life with Louie. What? Yeah. Both great. Yep. <laughs> And Ferguson was friends. I'm with Chris ah. on. I'm on. I'm with Chris on this one. The jokes aren't funny. The actors aren't funny. And watching it now is even worse than it was back then. <laughs> uh, favorite album. This one's tough, so I'm gonna have to cheat and pick two since they're both on my top ten of all time. I'm going with Maybe You Should Drive by Bare Naked Ladies, which oh. I'm not very familiar with, but um, I. They're, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then the Blue Album by Weezer. Oh. Both perfect albums, in my opinion, and both unskippable. Ethan's Close Call was a Motorcade of Generosity by Cake, or Under the Table and Dreaming by Dave Matthews Band. Joey, oh. I know you hate this one, but I've always been a fan of genre fusion, and Dave Matthews does it so well, mixing rock with more uh, syncopated rhythms of funk and jazz, and making pretty much every song on his album so catchy. I don't, I don't hate, in particular, I don't hate that album. I just never got Dave yeah. Matthews. Never yeah, got I'm it. with you. Never heard a single song of his. Wow. I oh. have met him, though, once. Uh, okay. Yeah, at a bar in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. I think wow. he had owned it at one point. There's a bunch of people gathered around, and I went up for a beer, and I got in, I got the beer, and I asked, like, hey, why is everybody, you know, trying to talk to you? So Dave Matthews. And I was like, all right. Pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but great. I couldn't tell you a single song. Wow. Yeah. The, like maybe, you great. might be. Well, how long ago did this happen? This was probably 2011. Between 2010 and 2013. Somewhere yeah. Around. You might be the only person to have met Dave Matthews who didn't know who Dave Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he did not have a he did not have a Ferguson for album. Uh, favorite song: These Apples by Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, Close Calls: Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Warehouse by Dave Matthews Band. You Part the Waters by Cake. Regulate by Warren and uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Regulate by Warren G. And Nate Dog. Yeah. Uh, Am I the Only One by Bare Naked Ladies and Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. That Regulator's song is so awesome by Warren G. Nathug. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, his Ferguson was Sabotage by Beastie Boys. I like the Beastie Boys, but I never got the appeal of this song. The only thing that kind of works is the production, but the rap flow is so unnaturally sluggish and inorganic that it feels like they were trying to make the instrumental work for a rap song, and it doesn't. Wow. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't Fighting feel... words to someone. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel one way or another, I guess. Uh, favorite book was Goosebumps, Phantom of the Auditorium. I ranked all the Goosebumps books while I was reading them, and this one landed at the top of the list of all the books. Wow. It's a classic. Mm. Uh, his close call was Goosebumps, The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Uh, I love it. This one was ranked 16. 
And then Ferguson, Goosebumps, You Can't Scare Me. This one is ranked dead last on my list. Absolutely hate it. I don't remember that one. No. You can't scare me. Uh, favorite video game was Donkey Kong Country, my favorite game of all time, he says. Uh, close call was Earthworm Jim. Good one. No Ferguson. Yeah, I love Ferguson. Yeah, we didn't talk much about that yeah. one. But you like you play that one a lot. Love it. Yeah. So hard, but it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. Fun uh, favorite movie was The Santa Claus. My oh. top ten my top ten favorite movie of all time, or in number his number ten movie, oh. I think. Uh, close call was The Mask. Number, oh, fi- great. number 54 nice. on his all-time list. Wow. <laughs> uh, and his Ferguson was Four Weddings and a Funeral. This movie is trash. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about that movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen it? I'm not sure. I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. I don't know why I would have. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is that where there's... Four Weddings? <laughs> and... and... <laughs> Very good. Okay. Uh, Favorite event. Chris Webber winning Rookie of the Year for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Ferguson event. Immediately trading Chris Webber for (laughs) Tom Gugliotta that (laughs) offseason. To the Kings, right? Uh, Yeah, Chris Webber. Yeah, yeah. I love the two-plus-hour episode. Honestly, I'd listen even if it wasn't ten hours. Uh, Congrats, guys. Your friend, Ethan. Oh, thanks, Ethan. Yeah. That was a cool. great list. Like, yeah. uh, a lot of uh, different stuff, like, stuff that's uh, very different from each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, list. it was. Uh, this one's from Tom. He says, hello again. I guess these year in reviews are the ones that appeal to me more than others, and that's not to knock any of the other BOC pods. But yeah, 94 definitely appears to be some kind of inflection point in the culture on multiple fronts. I mean, with music alone, you could do a whole series of podcasts. For me, Chris, Chris, I think Chris was talking about that. that. (laughs) For me personally, I could go on for hours about music from 94. It has the final album of one of my favorite bands released in its lifetime, Nirvana, and the debut, debut studio album of my other, Weezer. I also could wax ad infinitum about the Blue album. It also holds a special place for me, as does the band in general. That fact alone says a lot for me personally, as 94 was the year of that oh-so-awkward time of moving from elementary school to middle school, Hmm. so you best believe the Nickelodeon watched during this time had particular impact. I'd be remiss not to mention some of my own faves that I think need a mention, like Soundgarden, Blur, Aphex Twins. Uh Yes, even Fish. Plus some others that may not be faves per se, but again, worth mentioning. Bush, 16 Stone, anyone? Very good. You know you had that CD in the slot next to the passenger (laughs) door in your parents' car. Yanni, Live at the Acropolis? Hmm, Ah, Interesting. High watermark for both live albums and New Age. But you guys sort of went into the whole Enigma thing, and I really only meant that mention to be ironic. But I digress. Your moods, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll continue to digress. No love for PJ? I understand not liking Vitology. Oh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, yeah. But come on, you have to admit, Corduroy rips. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I couldn't make out who was the dis- dissenter regarding the Closer video, but it definitely is the most ambitious, ambitious video of its time. I don't know if there was dissent... Uh, about closer <laughs> as much as there was like a, re- a reaction to Chris's 
adamant. Yeah, yeah. Or how adamant he was yeah. to yeah. it being the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and interesting that the Michael and Janet Jackson video was brought up at the same time mm-hmm. as they're both directed by Mark Romanek, yeah. whose video collection DVD I highly recommend. That whole DVD series, in fact, it has the most awkward rivers in it interview ever. Uh, of Weezer. Rivers yeah. Cuomo, yeah. Every Rivers interview is pretty awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, another great episode and highly enjoyable. Made me think about a whole bunch of stuff from those Halcyon days that were the year 1994, one of the great years. I'll venture to say the 90s had quite a lot of years like that with their own stories and personal anecdotes, but I'll declare this email of the Midnight Society closed for now before I write a master's thesis on my personal thoughts on the decade. Tom. Oh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, very nice. Wow, what a nice nice write-up. We have have thoughtful listeners. I mean, like, really... For sure. uh, I don't know. Definitely. They go above and beyond with some of these. uh, Yeah, but, like, even their picks are just... It's nice to have that contrast of stuff that I didn't maybe even, like, register to me. And really, another one that's uh, just, like, really interesting in the picks, in that I don't necessarily expect them to go together. Yeah. uh, So it's really cool. Totally. Uh, Well, that wraps up, um, what did we talk about? (laughs) Rocco's Modern Life, uh, Cabin Fever. Yeah. That's what we talked about today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on this beautiful day. Yeah. Um, so what are we doing next time around? <laughs> um, we're talking about something we haven't hit upon yet. Yeah. The Amanda Show. Uh-huh. Um, somebody's going to be excited about this one. Yep. And we're giving the pick over to Melissa. Yep. Uh, we don't know which episode of the show it's going to be. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> we trust it will be... <laughs> <laughs> the best choice out there. This is particularly exciting uh, for a couple of reasons. One, we've never handed it over yeah. s- for someone else to pick. Um, but she loves the Amanda show. And this is also very exciting because I assume whatever she's picking <laughs> is is the cream of <laughs> yep. the available crop on Daily yeah. Motion. <laughs> um, so I can't wait to see what the best Amanda show episode is. Me either. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, I'm actually going to have to watch Amanda show this week. Yeah, that's exciting. I'll watch it, and then um, I'll actually be here probably sitting in the background, because um, just like every other person that likes the Amanda show, uh, Melissa doesn't have a driver's license, and she's uh, 31 <laughs> years old. <laughs> just kidding. She has her driver's license, but <laughs> I drive her around. No, this guy. <laughs> oh, boy. That is good. Nice of you. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And you took it to the max today. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. You'll have to, uh, you know, really give me like five seconds next time. Yeah. Make it yeah. harder and yeah, harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to give you 30. Yeesh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a <laughs> <been> long... <laughs> well, you know, in my head, I thought that it would include you giving your opinion as well. Like, oh, your pick and yeah. then saying why. That Yeah, that... Maybe we, I mean, it's should your first we do time. it again right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll perfect it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Ethan and Tom did at Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean. You can hear us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, that's helpful. And then telling someone is super helpful. Uh, tell two people if you know two people or three. Yeah. You guys got all the states, right? <laughs> we are. Where are you, we have all the states, Max. All the states? Um, uh, just, countries? 
uh, countries. I haven't counted. Not all the countries. But oh, not yeah, all the countries. Have, but yeah, we have no. <laughs> we have uh, more than I would ever have thought. I thought all our listens would just be Ohio. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's going worldwide. But we're not even the most. Like, Ohio doesn't listen to us. Uh, Illinois. Really? Uh, I guess this. Yeah. Who's, Ohio's sick of our. I'm. Who's takes. in Illinois though? I, I don't know. Who's listening to us? If yeah. you're from Illinois and you're listening <laughs> and you've never contacted us, say hello. Yeah. Yeah. Shout us out. Or not us, I'm not part of this, Yes, you are. <laughs> Specifically, shout out Max. <laughs> well, I have to say thank you guys. It's always oh. such a pleasure. Just make me feel so comfortable just coming in and, you know, talking my stuff about on Nickelodeon. Well, this is a pleasure to have you, as always. Yeah. I mean, I do think if I get, went to a cabin on the wrong day and Max was there, I'd stay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. That, that, wow. Is, that is probably the variable. Nice. You too. Max, you, you too. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. That would tip me over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. That means a lot yeah. to me. You're very welcoming. Thanks. Nice. Nice. Oh, you guys are too. Well, <laughs> thanks. Well, we hope to have you again, Max, and uh, we will see you all next episode. Wait, is this going live? No. Oh. So. <laughs> I only I looked at Daily Motion. There's only five, like five or six. So I'm gonna watch them all, and I'll let you know. Okay. I, all right. I want to impress you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>